It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, we're the Defective Characters. Three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. James here. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience on... We are not a glum lot. Episode 75 of the Defective Characters Podcast. Let's go. Woohoo. You kind of sound like Eeyore. That's what I was thinking. That's <laughs> what I was going for. Thanks for noticing. Thanks for noticing me. Yeah, that's definitely an Eeyore vibe. I told you guys that uh, back like seven years ago, my brother picked up a resentment because a guy that he worked with actually called him Eeyore and my brother didn't get it because he forgot who Eeyore was and then watched it and he's like what and you know how like if somebody says something about you and it's not really you you're like that's not me he's like yeah it kind of is me mm-hmm. kind of because everything was uh you know even if it was a sunshiny day he would find something that was that was bad and uh i think that that kind of inspired we're not a glum lot uh, in the intro and that's actually dennis's voice you know it's, it sounds different though it's to me are you happier today than you were when you recorded that a year and a half ago i don't remember a year and a half ago i don't know i'm good right now this moment in the now i'm happy because nice. all those birds chattering in your face yeah there's a yeah, lot of there's a lot of birds it just started too when we started the podcast. They weren't this loud a second ago. They're excited. They're like, "You're not a glum lot." Hear me sing, and we're all like, "Go away, bird! Go away!" You're <laughs> <laughs> like throwing stones. <laughs> James, let's let's start with you. The last week, how's everything been? Uh, good. I've been working a lot. They uh, they've been calling me into work, and um, you know when you get it can get crazy when it gets crazy people tend to rush and everything does not go their way and talk about a glum and it's up to me to just like pull this restaurant and say like hey you guys smile we'll be through this soon hey those guys are celebrating valentine's they're here we're supposed to make them happy they're like shut up james just now's not a good time <laughs> but um you know, a lot of work. Uh, I've been working with Dennis on. Actually, I he's done that day. And is he there? James? James, are you there? I don't think he's there anymore. I don't even hear him. Here I am. Whoa. <laughs> okay, cl- clue Surprise. Clue everybody in, Dennis. What just happened? Uh, James was on the recording, and then his internet went out, I think, and now he's here in person. I couldn't skip a week. Yeah, 
This is like this is like the first time in a year that us three have been in person. Yeah. So we actually already figured it out. If if we couldn't get, like record the rest of it, then Dennis and I were gonna go. Oh, we lost James. Well, let's just do an update on how we're doing, and then next week we'll talk about it's a glum lot. So don't feel <laughs> the pressure. There's always gonna be something. You you are gonna be tremendously disappointed because it's still gonna be us, but it'll be a, a different form. So. Uh, we heard, as far as uh, your work goes, that there were some struggles, but you were trying to be a guiding light. Was that the gist of it? Yeah, I try to be uh, an anti-glum lot while I'm at work. And since I've been working so much lately, uh, it seems like it's been a, a good opportunity to to rise above the the chaos and the negativity of, of the workplace. And, um, you know, you get lots of different kinds of people inside including you know you got managers you got people who are working there the servers the bartenders the cooks uh and the clients that come in the patrons of the restaurant you know there's there's going to be so many different mixes of people and emotions and we were on a two-hour wait for valentine's day so the time they finally came to my bar or to my table you know they were just like finally so it's up to me to be just like cheerful and joyful and and that moment and make the rest of their time uh wonderful so that's that's what i can do for myself nice for others yeah i like that dennis how you doing here here hold the microphone so we can hear you hello it is i eeyore um (laughs) i'm doing all right my my week has been... He's playing Pokemon while he's talking. I am. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'll stop. Yes. I am. <laughs> my my week has been filled... Were you really doing that? I was. <laughs> I was like... Because I was listening uh, to him. I was like, wait, what's going on? Then I looked up. I was like, yes! <laughs> I, I caught a tentacool. It was cool. Um... Uh, sorry, my See, my that that's been that's been my week in a nutshell. Is that with dealing with my anxiety and stuff, I've been like focused on distraction in a way. So I've been playing like Pokemon Go and Minecraft. Me and James started playing in a world which I think James kind of touched on before his internet went out, and we talked about last week. So we play together in the world. So I've been building stuff, getting ready to fight the dragon. And I've been uh, watching my diet, so I'm still not drinking coffee, still making sure I eat. I've been uh, watching my mental diet, so I've been watching nothing but, like, Disney+. And I started diving into, like, the old, like, live-action Disney movies from, like, the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. So a lot of them I hadn't seen before, some of them I've never even heard of. So that was that's a treat. That's I like an education. Some of them are, you know, like Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, um, Blackbeard's mm-hmm. Treasure. There's a couple of them that are really good. Um, yeah, I mean they're like Disney quality for that time period. I mean some of the stereotypes they put in there are not so like PC nowadays and stuff. But it's interesting because they put up this little warning now before, and that forces you. Like, for, like, 20 seconds or so, they have this warning that says, like, oh, this has imagery and stereotypes of cultures that were wrong then and they're wrong now. Like, you know, so that was, that's interesting. 
But yeah, other than that, I've been, the morning meeting is shut down. It opens back up tomorrow. But every morning I've been going and walking there and standing at the church to um, tell people it's canceled. So people have showed up every day except for today. Um, and we're grateful that I was there to let them know. And one day Kevin and Louie showed up who both told their stories. Oh no, Louie hasn't told their story, but friends of ours. So I hung out with them one morning and that was nice. But other than that, how was your week, Mike? Good. You know a little bit of it, Dennis. James is in the dark. Sorry, James. You're going to be out of the dark in a minute. Um, So last week I got paid a great compliment that my employer um, offered me something he knew that I wouldn't be able to take in Houston because I have my daughter. And I took that as a compliment. That was great. And two days later, I got a um, text from my landlord, which is my friend's wife that I've been staying with. And when I moved in, I said I was really, I was looking for a place for three years and they said, well, we can guarantee a year. And they sent me a text and the the short story is they want me out. Um, And the, the thing that's unfortunate, without exaggerating, at least five days out of the week for the first month I was there, I was having nightmares that this was going to happen and I was going to, um, you know, and I think we talked about it, even that on here, you know, that it's, it's not, not real and to not, you know, if something comes up, the only way to work through it is action. And so I sent a message. I said, okay, well, when do you want me out? And they said, it doesn't have to be anything real quick. And we want to help you find the next place, the next step. And she's a realtor. So I'm putting that in, she sent me many texts and this is all via text. I guess it's just the world we live in now where she said, that's what she wanted. She's the number one realtor in the town. Um, so I have faith. She knows what my budget is that she'll find. If not, something else will come up, you know? And if she says, I uh, wasn't able to find anything, then I will start looking. But right now, Uh, I have to focus on my daughter, I have to focus on my employment, and I have to focus on uh, making sure that I'm making, I guess, sober-minded decisions and not having resentment and anger because my head would easily go there of like, well, you said seven more months minimum, and it hasn't even been six months, and I've paid rent three days before the end of the month every single month. And, uh, but that doesn't matter, you know, like obviously my next step is supposed to be someplace else. I don't know when that is, but I know that the process has started, you know, as far as like, okay, well, they want me out and they're not setting a time frame. Um, they just said when I asked that there was no super rush, but I don't know what super rush is. Super rush, you know, if, if somebody, came in to I think it's an energy drink yeah (laughs) but if somebody came in and James has probably said it because I've had servers say it before where they put the check down and they go no super rush right 
you're not expecting them to hang out for another seven months before paying your tab, <laughs> you know? No. So it's... it's when you put the check down, you got, it's you got a, five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so do I got to be on five? You say that at a table just to be polite, yeah. but you really want them out. So, you so I don't know. Table. I don't know what Super Rush is, no. but um, I'm going to hope that, that God will get me there, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I can understand the frustration from that, you know? And, you know, it is a, a work colleague too yeah so you don't really want to have any animosity because you are working together and you're like but you said this yeah you know what are you going to do they probably are are selling the house and they want to get a new house and you are just like well we've done the best we can sorry mike yeah and in in my opinion i would get the ball rolling as soon as possible um so it doesn't come down to okay we gave you enough time now you got to be out in a week right because <laughs> that yeah. could happen too you never sure. know but yep. as far as like houses and stuff, that usually takes a little, a little bit of time. To yeah. Know. Yeah. So it sounds like you got about five minutes. Now, if they have um, a moving truck out of their house tomorrow, I would be worried. Yeah. Well, you know what? If they have a moving truck, I'm just going to load my stuff in the moving truck. I think that's, that's the rest. I also suggest hiring movers this time. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> he, he mentioned that earlier. Honestly, the moving crew I had last time worked great. And I've it been. It only cost you a couple of pizzas. Yeah. Oh, I've, been, I've been feeling the muscles, and they seem like everybody that was over there, their muscles are getting bigger. So this is going to be even quicker. No, no. I am. I'm not doing it, not doing it more than once. I honestly felt terrible last time. Time, oh, no, to be no. honest, it so was a fun day. We talked about it on here, but we don't need two fun days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, that could be good. So, uh, Dennis in the open, he says we are not a glum lot, and I wanted maybe Dennis can start uh, with this since the way it worked, and I think we talked about it before. We basically went around, and you, you two actually in the morning meeting in our home group said, "Hey, can you say a slogan? We're putting together a podcast, and we want an intro." And you chose yeah, James one, James. Took charge of that. Right. So James' voice is, as you could probably tell, don't is, quit before the miracle happens. Is that? And we'll have to do that in the future. I don't think we did that exact topic Who for was an there episode. Not a glum lot. Was that? That Carolyn? was no. That was oh. Dennis. <laughs> it was not. It was not a seventy-five-year-old woman. I, know I sound like a seventy-five-year-old woman. <laughs> we are not a glum lot. No, that was that was Dennis. So Dennis. Uh, have you I been, love Carolyn. Have you known to be glum in the past? And what got you out of your glum, glumness and to be playing Pokemon Go while podcasting today? Um, I mean, I, obviously, I, I have been glum. You know, I deal with depression alongside. So, like, currently, my default is kind of to go to the negative or whatever. It hasn't always been like that, and it won't. I don't think it always will be. But um, so I deal with that. I deal with the glumness. Um, but I think like I, I like that that slogan a lot because like you know when you first come in and you're not drinking, you're not using, and like you're usually in a really bad space or whatever. So it's like the light goes out, and it's hard to like you know find that joy again you know and like recovery can be a very serious business you know like you come in people are telling you like giving you suggestions oh you shouldn't do this you got to do these steps you got to get a sponsor you got to call people you got to do all of this stuff and you know i think like that we're not a glum lot kind of like 
you know, reminds us that we should enjoy life. We should enjoy it. We should have a sense of humor. We should be able to, like, go on with our lives and learn how to laugh again and learn how to play again. And, um, you know, it's, it's really hard to do that, like, especially early on or if you're dealing with life stuff. You know, I think it's, you know, I almost imagine like, you know, like the old movies where there would be like boot camps and stuff like that. And you have the drill sergeants that come in. It's like, oh, you got to do this. If you don't do this, you got to do 20 push-ups or something. And I could really see like something like AA or, or other like recovery programs and stuff really drifting towards that direction. If, you know, we didn't have that reminder you know that we don't need to take ourselves so seriously we don't need to like create all of these rules we don't need to like be so strict on every single newcomer and everything like that it's it's like let's enjoy this let's have fun let's tell jokes because you know we're here to live not you know we've we did the dying thing and now we want to live again you know thank you dennis james when it comes to being glum did you the, the first meetings you went to, they were in the Miami area, correct? Yeah, that's right. Okay. So were, were there people that, and I know your experience is different than Dennis and, and mine as far as uh, different home groups because you relocated then to where you are now. But was there somebody that surprised you in recovery that you're like, they, they wouldn't maybe uh, like a guiding light of like, hey, we can actually have a good life. Or maybe even somebody here that, that led you to having that understanding. Well, uh, there is a lot of in, influential people um, throughout my recovery. And you guys know my story. I, I came in early on at 23. And, man, I saw that, that joyful happiness in meetings. I would go to AA meetings, NA meetings, and I would go in and I would see them like just pounding on the table and like yelling phrases and just laughter and happiness and um, I was like man why can't I get this and I was meanwhile you know going to meetings late staying in the back like hoping no one would talk Mm -hmm. to me because I I didn't want to talk to anybody I was just so I did but I didn't know that the the help was right there and um, you know I tried and tried I, I would get sponsors and do the steps and you know, every sponsor that I chose, I chose those sponsors because I saw something in them. And I was always good at choosing sponsors. And because of that, like, I got a little piece from each one of them. But ultimately, they were good sponsors. And they knew, probably in their heart, that, yeah, he's not ready. So they weren't pushy. They were. They just let me go off on my own and do my own thing because ultimately, that's what you're going to do. If you're not ready for this program, if you're not ready to get sober, nothing on earth can get you sober except yourself and God. If you don't have God and, and you have an honest desire to stop drinking and doing drugs, then uh, there's nothing that can help you. But I remember those early meetings and, and wanting what those people had. And um, I, I also want to say that you know when this book was written written in the 30s and 40s, you know... They used glum. And uh, today, I think, uh, I don't know what we would use instead of glum, because I don't hear that on the streets every day. Do you? Glum is a great word. It is a great word. (laughs) We are not a glum lot. 
I love it. Only in AA would you hear that. We are not a depressed bunch. I can't even. Depressed bunch. I like glum a lot better. So. We are not a poop. Oh, yeah. Gosh. What is ben, your obsession with feces? I don't know. He really likes it, though. <laughs> it's a funny word. So if you, if you go, <coughs> if you're at a formal dinner or at like a restaurant oh, with like, like a going. group of people, right, and there's children there, if you say the word poop, they will laugh. Guaranteed. I'm taking the microphone. Uh, <laughs> so um, I I agree yeah. with well definitely more with what James was saying. Then, but Des was saying no, but um, I think it's it's pretty wild that I didn't think like my what time of day was your guys' first meeting that you went to? So the, not the first one that stuck, but the very first one that you walked into. It, Twelve o'clock uh, noon. Okay, and it was uh, it was called the Upper Room. It was in uh, North Miami, Florida, and when I went up there, it was this dark and dingy room and it was on the second floor of like this like mini mall shop or something i don't know like a business plaza and when i walked in a guy welcomed me he said would you like some coffee pour me some coffee and there was couches all along the, the wall and all the couches were facing inside or were facing each other so it was a circle of couches and i remember sitting in that couch and just sinking in and the smell of cigarettes in the air, and I was just like, what have I gotten myself into? But I, after I left that meeting, they gave me a book. That was my first book that I could kind of thumb through. Mm-hmm. And it was just like any other AA meeting. It was welcoming, it was inviting, and, and it was enough to want me to keep trying it and coming back. Yeah, yeah, my, my first meeting was at 12 as well. They didn't have the comfort couches, but they did have an insane amount of snacks. It was known as the meeting with the best snacks in all of Burlington, Vermont. And you'd go in. Were they free? It was. It was all free. Yeah. I, I mean, you could make you could make a donation to the the group, just like it, it doesn't much. And like like James was, was was saying, as far as like you know, it was very welcoming, like all meetings. If you've been to one, oh no, Dennis fell. Dennis, okay. you okay? Uh, I'm not gonna edit that out. Just imagine, just wow. imagine. Some, are you are you really okay? Yeah. Okay. Wow. He thought there was a bench there. That was. Well, I wasn't. To, I went to go sit here. Yeah. And I slipped off. Ah, my goodness. That's that's karma you for the poop are, jokes. Because you're sitting on the armrest. <laughs> yeah, but it's not supposed to be slippery. It's we told you it's wet. So, okay. Poor Dennis. <laughs> See, I'm the glum one, and they're laughing at me because <laughs> we have to stay unglum. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Is that so a word? I've I've found <laughs> I've found Isn't the that? meetings. The meetings in the morning are great they're warm and inviting but there's also a lot of people that are just like waking up and they're starting their day so it's a little bit more except saturdays like our home group on saturday is like balls to the wall crazy because people don't have to work so you don't have to like rush to get to someplace but a lot of times morning meetings people are starting their day a little bit more like uh kind of meditation you know like you see more people closing their eyes during the morning prayer and when you're doing things but uh, to get back to the note before uh, Dennis took a tumble, I, if you've been to a meeting... Slapstick works a lot better if we're on video. It does. Well, we're not. It's anonymous. So <laughs> I would say if you've been to a meeting and you don't feel welcome, 
the best thing you can do for yourself is then go to another meeting because you'll find one that fits for you. Um, you know, and if it's only that one, it's the only one that fits in your schedule, then maybe you actually are are supposed to be there for somebody else and it will turn into uh, something that will help your life. Um, let me see. Anything else with the, the, the glumness, Dennis? Your, fa- your favorite moment maybe in, uh, in sobriety? It, how about in a, in a meeting or a meeting after the meeting? Um, I don't know. I think like... You can say this podcast. This, this podcast yeah. brings, brings all the joy totally in the world. Good call. Good call. Uh, without you guys, I don't know where I'd be. Um, there is truth to that, actually. Um, I don't know. I think, like, my sponsor is really good early on about, like, getting us out and doing things in life and, like, having a good time where it's not, like, every time I'm around him, it's, like, recovery, 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 do this assignment, do this assignment. It's, like, there is that. But it's in the process of, like, going and walking around Disney World or going to a movie or going out to a restaurant and, like, like actually doing things and learning, like, how to have fun sober with sober people. And then, like, there, you know, there's the times for the recovery talk and stuff like that. But I think it's really important to go out and do fun things, you know. Learn to laugh again. Learn to tell jokes again, you know. Um, but other than that, I think like, um, kind of like to touch on like the question you asked James and stuff, my first meeting was, well, I did go to meetings when I was in rehab, when I was like a teenager or whatever, but like didn't really absorb that much. And, but whenever I came into the rooms this time, it was the like peepers laughter which attracted me. That's what gave me hope. Because at that time, I couldn't laugh. Like, I wasn't laughing at all. I was, like, pretty, pretty dark in a dark, dark spot. And so when I went into the rooms, and these people were, like, talking about, like, things that I was going through, and they were laughing about it, and able to, like, you know, crack jokes at each other and stuff like that, and just look like they were having a good time with it all, like that was that's what gave me hope that was attractive to me you know because I, I I don't want to always be glum you know I don't always want to be Eeyore sometimes I want to be Tigger you know um but yeah I don't know what, what do you think Mike um yeah I think I'm glad I'm not glum anymore uh, unglum yeah, because I definitely was, like, when I was still drinking and had to be the DD, how brutally uh, angry, sad, pissed, resentful that I was, that I was in that situation. And then when I got sober, my first sponsor was like, listen, have an exit strategy, but don't know that life has to keep, like, you got to keep living. So if you get invited to a birthday party and there's drinks there you know if you can drop off your present and either leave or stay for a little bit but it does get easier with time and it also then you have it in your uh 
you know, your tool bag of like, oh, I already did this before. I already went to a birthday party that had alcohol at it because now I can go anywhere. And I have friends that have, you know, a decade plus of sobriety that didn't do that. And they look at me like I have eight heads that I would even go to a restaurant that served alcohol. I mean, newsflash, almost every single restaurant that you sit down and get served has an option for alcohol on there. So he, he doesn't leave his house. And that's totally fine if that's how he, he runs it. But that to me is like, I would miss out on life. You know, I would miss out on everything if I couldn't go to this place. I couldn't go to this place. I mean, you won't see me hang out at a crack den, but that's just because I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to hang out in a crack den. I like when the, the sun peeks in, you know, and to be in that situation. But I'll go to Chili's. And doesn't in the book it tell us that we will not, like, avoid it or hide from it or whatever like we lose it loses all power over us yeah yeah for, and thank you dennis thank you for i i'm sure we we misquoted but we do that all the time we're not reading out of the book i, I was paraphrasing yeah yeah it was and it wasn't terrible so it wasn't a terror phrase i recoil from dennis like a hot flame yeah, that's <laughs> that, that's actually true that, <laughs> um so just it, kidding. <laughs> I don't know what else you guys want to touch upon. I mean, you oh, can I'll tell. Touch, I'll okay, touch. Yeah, touch. No touching. Close. close Hi, my close name is. With a good touch. My name is James. I'm an alcoholic, and, and I am unglum. Yeah. I think I'm going to use that for now on. You should. I like it. That's so good. I a new word. I liked what Dennis was saying about his sponsor. His sponsor Mike was instrumental in my early sobriety in getting me to movies and Disney World and. Just like having about five to eight of us always doing something like it seemed like every other day, like he, I get the call or text message. I haven't got any in a while because of the stupid pandemic, but you know, God is cleansing the earth <laughs> in a weird way. But I, um, you know, and you know, my sponsor, he's got a family and he's got children. So, you know, I'm not hanging out with him because he's got work and all sorts of stuff so other people step up that's the beauty of this fellowship you know and by doing 75 episodes with you guys i get to get one-on-one with you and be intimate with you guys for 75 weeks in a row that's amazing like no matter even if i miss oh all the meetings this week i know i've got a podcast to come to and i can really get my feelings out let you guys know where i'm at and it's just wonderful. It's just a great feeling to to have a fellowship and, and people you can rely on and count on. And, you know, like, I think that, you know, what Mike shared about having to move again, you know, what a pain in the ass. He just moved and he just settled and now he's got to do it again. But, you know, is it is it? God's opening another door. Maybe he's now he's got this great realtor helping him out. Uh, hopefully they'll hire movers for you, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we'll go from there. Um, but it's 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 a, no matter what, it's going to be amazing. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, thank <laughs> thank you, buddy. Dennis, did you you, you want to say anything else? You want to try doing a backflip off the bench? Unlum. I, I think I'm going to have a bruise. You're definitely going to have a bruise. You know what it is? It didn't sound as brutal because there was grass behind me, but then I looked down and I'm like, no, no, he fell on that concrete there. Yeah. Well, my arm hit the corner of the concrete uh, where the grass is. is so it now, it, now, no, but it's starting to swell up a little bit. <laughs> 
speaking of bruises, like what's this? that on That's your toe? Oh, you like that? So, so four months ago, I have I have a toe four that looks. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> when you were moving, yeah. <laughs> this this happened in October. This was this was a box of Halloween stuff oh, that was super heavy. I think there were also bricks in it, and it landed right on my toe. So I I, I don't know if I'm gonna lose that nail, but it's been black and blue for the last four no, and a half it's months. Just got, it's got to grow out. Yeah, I've had that before. It's gonna it's gonna be another year. <laughs> it's gonna be, <laughs> it looks it looks horrendous. No, it's gonna it, be okay. I've yeah. had that. It it just has to grow out. Yeah. yeah. It, you know how slow yeah. toenails grow. Whenever I want to like cut cut in a line, I take my because I'm wearing flip flops. It's Florida holo. I take my foot and I put it like closer to the person in front of me. They usually leave, and then I get to actually cut the line, which is nice. You know, that's not nice. Uh, that's horrible. We're not a glum lot. These are these are jokes. Some of them. Um, so well, I, I couldn't tell because you're not that funny. Uh, thanks. Remember when we used to be friends? I was yeah. laughing. Yeah. Like five minutes ago, we were friends. <laughs> well, this is fun. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to close out with, Dennis? By the way. No. You got to, like, ice that arm. Do I? Maybe. I've got a little Let's advice a little for bit. Dennis. You yeah. live in Florida, buddy. Wear some shorts once in a while. Yeah. I, I do not own a pair of shorts. <laughs> That's... You know what I'm going to do? When you're not looking, I'm just going to cut those into shorts. When's your birthday, Dennis? I'm not telling. Tell me when uh, your birthday is. No. We're going to get you shorts. <laughs> no. We'll get you pants that have zip-offs so you can zip yeah, it up. I used I to used love to those. Have, <laughs> I had those like yeah. early 2000s. No, yeah. they're coming back. They're uh, coming back. And then they'd have cargo pockets, so I'd put the little bottom parts in the cargo pockets. You can there. put your tater tots in there. Just like Napoleon. That would be good. <laughs> we'll be back next Thursday. Your tots. This is fun. This is... <laughs> I, I know we're socially distanced, and this is more challenging, but I do like this, and I appreciate your dedication, James. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm glad, like, you showed up, actually. I'm glad your internet went out, because, like, this is great having us okay. together. Again. We actually have something to admit. We screwed, with, no! we screwed with your internet, because we wanted to see you. It's back on. You guys will be able to dragon hunt. When we want to play Minecraft, it's going to be magically working. <laughs> like, I'm running outside my house. It's, you know, we got to be regularly rigorous honest. We'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 76. With the defective characters entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, a frown is just a smile upside down. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next time.